Hey everyone, welcome to a special episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max. I'm here with my lovely co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Hello. Hey guys. And today we will be talking about Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga, the new Eurovision movie out on Netflix featuring Will Ferrell, um, Rachel, Rachel McAdams, McAdams, thank you, Rachel McAdams, Demi Lovato, and a tons of other uh, special guest stars. So... We watched the movie last night as a group, and I guess we have some some thoughts. So what did you guys think of the movie overall? I mean, so I feel like you can tell when you watch the movie that Will Ferrell generally likes, yeah, likes um, Eurovision. Like, it was his way of doing, like, an homage to it, I think. Like, he wasn't making fun of it as a concept and you can kind of see that through the film which i thought was like funny you know because it just made the jokes like a little bit more like okay yeah it's will ferrell humor so whether you like his style of comedy or not it's like very american and it would cater to a very specific subset of audiences but you could tell that he was having fun making it and the things that he, like the little tidbits and notes that he added about Eurovision in it was like, oh, like you studied up on this. Like clearly you have an interest in it, which I thought that was, that was fun to see. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like one of my friends in quarantine was like rewatching something on Netflix, like maybe Glee, though no, I forget. And we were like, is it good to rewatch it? And she was like, no, but, like, if you have literally nothing else to watch, like, I would watch it. Like, it's fun. And I feel like I would put, like, this movie, like, above that slightly. Like, yeah, a ringing endorsement is, there. I think it is enjoyable, but I think it's not, like, prestige movies. Like, but it definitely was, I thought, like, perfectly enjoyable if you're just kind of like, I don't know how to kill two hours, like, and I want, like, a few laughs, and, like, I've watched Eurovision and vaguely know what it's about. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. Although, like, I think I I might have liked it a little more than you guys did. Just like I just got like a lot of joy out of it. And like you said, like Will Ferrell clearly, like this was a passion project of his, and you can kind of tell. And it doesn't like shit on the contest or try to parody it or anything. Like it really is like an homage to to Eurovision and just like it's got jokes. I mean, it is a Will Ferrell movie in the end, which like I don't. Like, Will Ferrell's not my favorite comedic actor by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and I don't really like his movies generally. But this one, like, had enough jokes. Like, it was pretty funny. I, I laughed. And I do want to say, like, the three of us were watching it together. And just because we like Eurovision so much and, like, the comments we were making about it. I mean, you guys know us by now. Like, you've watched our episodes. Like... We were having a lot of fun and laughing a lot. And I think that, like, some of that was, like, attributed to just because it's the three of us in a room. But also, like, this was just the great kind of filler to have on to kind of have those discussions and talk about your vision. Yeah, I would clarify, like, I actually really enjoyed watching it, because I feel like there is a lot to enjoy for Eurovision fans. Like, would I recommend it to someone who, like, doesn't really watch Eurovision or, like, anything? Like, probably not. Um, but, like, I think, like, if you are obviously listening to this podcast, you presumably care. So, like, I would definitely recommend that, like, you watch it. Yeah. That's it. Like, wh- literally while we were watching, a friend of mine texted me. She's like, I'm watching the Eurovision movie, and, like, do I like Eurovision now? Like, is this a thing that I need to get into? And, like, she doesn't know what it is, really. And I'm like, yes. So, like, I feel like this movie 
might act like people will discover this movie, especially Americans maybe, and like be like, what is this Eurovision thing? This seems crazy. And like, check it out and be like, oh, it's amazing. I will say, I feel like just like some of the best parts of the movies are just like the fake performances and the way they do get some of like, like the Eurovision choreography and like personalities, right? I thought was really enjoyable. So like, it kind of felt like just seeing Eurovision acts, which is always good. Like, a lot of the storyline and stuff on the side, like, I could kind of take or leave. But, like, I could definitely see someone watching this and be like, these performances are crazy. Like, are there more of them? And it's like, yes, there are ones that are even better and even yeah. more fucking crazy. Yeah. And I would also say, like, the fact that they use Demi Lovato as, like, a... Oh, like, this is the song that, like, could have won for, like, Iceland. And it was actually, like, a song really like... Actually, like, that is a very big bop. And, like, Demi's American, it's like, it just made me be like, man, we were in this contest. Like, if the U.S. were in this contest, like, I think they would do pretty well. I don't think we'd be sending Demi Lovato, but no. we can hope. Yeah. I mean, maybe we will now, now I that mean, she knows what she it is. She knows what it is, and she likes it, so maybe. Here's to her hopefully being an interval act next year. I don't know, maybe? Hmm. I'd like uh, Justin Timberlake's interval act. Yeah, like, we don't, like, Americans aren't the best interval acts, like, we don't want more Justin Timberlake's or Madonna's, but Demi Lovato I will accept. to the (laughs) So that's a good segue into what were some of your favorite parts of the film? And spoiler alert for anyone listening, we might go into actual plot lines. Um, I think that, I think it's hard for me to talk about, can we also talk about our least favorite parts? After. Let's start with the positive, and, like, then we'll talk about the not-so-good stuff. What's a moment you liked in the movie, Bart? <laughs> no, but okay. I like I like, I like how that um, the jokes on Americans. I love that so much. <laughs> how it was like <laughs> there were the, um, this American like visiting group in Edinburgh in the background, and like Will kind of just kept shitting on them, and he does when he's in Iceland too, and they like happen to be there, and it's just hilarious, and you know. Americans like not understanding what it is or getting it, even though it's right there. There's so many banners like in the shot, like explaining exactly what it is. And they're like, what is this? It's like, yeah. Is it like the voice? That. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like the voice. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, cause the reason why I asked is just because, like, I will go on later, but, like, what I didn't like was Will Ferrell, but I liked everyone else. Okay. Like, I really liked Rachel McAdams. Like, she was really charming. Like, the two kind of. I guess, like, supporting characters of, like, Dan Stevens as Alexander Lemtov, the Russian, and Mita, like, the sexy Greek Eleni Ferreira kind of ripoff are, like, great. They should have had their own separate movie about them, because, like, they were really entertaining. And, yeah, I think just generally, like, there were just a kind of, just, like, a lot of small jokes about Eurovision and, like, the choreography of Eurovision, like, one scene is, like, they get on the Eurovision stage and the choreography is, like, dialed up to level 100 and, like, it's really crazy now and, like, just kind of, like, that dynamic. And then, like, a running joke is, like, the central bank governor of Iceland is, like, we can't host it because we can't afford it. And they make some jokes about, like, Eastern Bloc voting. So there definitely is, like, some nuggets that I feel like if you know a lot about, like, the history of Eurovision, like, you do kind of laugh at. Yeah. Yeah, like, I... That's one of the things I definitely really enjoyed about the movie is, like, the, the quote-unquote accuracy of your vision. Like, obviously, there's, some, like, 
not everything is super accurate, but like I'd say like even 90% of it is just like very authentic to the contest. Like the acts are like bonkers, but also like pretty good songs. Um, they get like the camera work in all of the, in all of the performances, just like spot on, um, the rehearsals too. Like it just, I think like it's, it really is like a love letter to Eurovision, which is kind of like what my favorite thing about it was. Um, I'm still curious as to like how an outsider would watch this movie and like, if they mm-hmm. would get it at all or you know, find it funny or anything, but, um, I do think it generally struck a good balance of like, there was enough nuggets for people who care about Eurovision, but it was accessible enough. It seemed like for someone who didn't, yeah. um, there were just like lots of other jokes and it wasn't like too in the weeds. Like that I'm sure we and like a lot of other Euro fans like would have appreciated it being more in the weeds and making more like nuanced in-depth jokes about Eurovision. But like, I still think, like I think it actually struck the balance pretty well. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, you guys, uh, Touched on the other things I really like about the movie, but I think uh, one thing we haven't talked about yet is the uh, song along, which is like all the other uh, like the former Eurovision contestants, just like all these like weird cameos. Like some of them like were pretty obvious, but then other ones were just like, why is like Jesse Matador here and Anna Odebescu like? <laughs> Anna Odebescu is a real mystery. Like I... good on her for like weaseling her way into this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I actually put the song along in, like, both, like, I love seeing all those characters, but I just really did not like the non-Eurovision songs that they picked for it. I just wish they had picked different ones. I didn't actually like the song at all. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I don't know why they needed, like, I got a feeling and, um, belief. Yeah, but. like I'm, I'm happy. I'm I mean, happy. I stand like, believe, but no, everything no, no, else believe. I could, everything yeah. else I could leave on the table. Honestly, yeah. just have it be believe, and like <laughs> I'd be fine. But no, I don't like. I mean, I like how they included Nepate Passamwan, which is like I feel like a deep yeah. cut Celine track, but still Celine. So people are like, oh yeah. But I think it's just just like a, like watching it. Like I just had a smile on my face the whole time. Like it's just like a fun. Mm-hmm incredible scene and one that like again it's another thing where i'm like if someone who doesn't know eurovision is watching this are they like is this fun like do i like i don't know who any of these people are so um and this is also like super spoiler but when we were watching it and um rachel mcadams was like praying to the elves (laughs) i was telling barton max i was like do not show the elves. Like, that would be so fucking offensive. Like, please, just find another way. Like, whatever you're gonna do. Like, and then the way that they ended up doing it is, like, <laughs> the elf killed the central banker, and then you just see a door close, like, okay, like moments a- later, and you're like, yeah, okay, that's a perfect portrayal. Okay, that's really big spoilers, Alex. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that part out. <laughs> well, uh, by now, like... It's been two days. <laughs> no, no, but we said spoiler alert, right? We did. I mean, you can cut out that. You can cut it out. I assume that that's what spoiler alert meant, but apparently not. Also, another just like weird thing that I love was the Demi Lovato's ghost. Demi Lovato's ghost was pretty dope. <laughs> so funny. Just out of nowhere. It's just so I'm burnt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so moving on to the parts of the movie that we didn't like so much. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, so I already said it. Just like, I feel like 
I feel like all the Eurovision parts are great, but clearly just because it is, like, a Netflix movie, like, you're supposed to be really invested in the love story of Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, and I think I spent, like, I, at least personally, I think all of us spent, like, at least two-thirds of the movie being, like, why is Rachel McAdams hung up on Will Ferrell? Like, <laughs> she should just dump him and, like, we should Absolutely. move on with this. Which I don't think you're supposed to think, but, like, that's definitely how I kind of left feeling. And also, it's probably for a conversation for, like, another more movie podcast, but I just feel like it got into the, like, not super handsome, comedic, older actor, like, has this, like, beautiful woman, like, love-struck by him. And I was like, okay, that trope needs to die. Like, didn't that, didn't we need to... That, like, <laughs> yeah, that, like, Hollywood stereotype, but we can put that aside, I guess, for now. No, I mean, that's, that is one of my, like, main arguments against the movie. It's just, like, this movie really should have been about Rachel McAdams' character. And I was even, like, hoping there would be, like, this bait and switch where you think it's about Will Ferrell for, like, most of the movie. And then it's, like, just a, I mean, it kind of is where it's, like, about her finding her own voice and whatever. But then, like, don't end it with, like, them getting together, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, let her just be like, mm, sorry, bro, like, you've been holding me back this whole time. Like, everyone's been telling me. <laughs> yeah, I just, I cannot do cringe. Mm-hmm. I really don't do cringe romantic comedy well. And, like, yeah. I like romantic comedies. Like, it's one of those, I mean, um, I'm a person who is young and, you know, like, love exploring those kind of different comedic tropes, but I really cringe comedy like that. Like, there are a couple moments in it where I was just like, this, I'm having embarrassment for this movie, and I kind of walked away. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't love cringe comedy that much, but then, like, that moment at the end where he just, like, interrupts the performance and, mm, <laughs> please yeah. stop. There were definitely some cringe moments. I feel like, I know, like, one of the critiques has been pacing, which I actually don't fully agree with. Like, I thought it was kind of, like, there was enough laughs to keep it paced fine for me mm-hmm. personally. Although I do think that, like, there's two big performances that go, like, disastrously wrong. And I feel like they could have cut that down to, like, one. Because I feel like just, like, two really cringy music moments like that was kind of like, okay, like, I don't know. I feel like there's just some stuff like that that's, like, we don't need, like, two huge set pieces about, like, technical malfunctions. <laughs> right. Like, like we could have had, like, like do one but do it big. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say at least the technical malfunctions were different than each, which was good. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, like, it was a different malfunction to see. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it, but it, it was, was still, like, a lot. Like, the second one was objectively just, like, more interesting to watch, which was good. But then it was like, okay, I feel like we kind of, like, like we went over this already and feel these feelings. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, they could have just, like, in the in the Icelandic national final, just, like... Been not good enough to win, which yeah, was or true. Something. Yeah, like, just, like, <laughs> been really bad, like, sounded really bad or whatever. Like, it didn't have to be, like the same, like, everyone gets injured, like, physical comedy kind of thing that, mm-hmm. like, we get it, that's Will Ferrell's brand, but, like, it's, yeah, that got a little old pretty quick. But, yeah, I think overall, um, pretty good. Oh, my one other big criticism is that I was, and I was thinking about this last night, this movie technically does not pass the Bechdel test. Um, Rachel McAdams' character has conversations with literally two other women in this whole movie, and they're both about Lars, Will Ferrell's character. <laughs> I'm just like, like, again, I kind of harping on my point about like, this movie should really be about Rachel McAdams, like, finding herself and not about Will Ferrell and his just like man child bullshit where he doesn't even grow up at the end. Like, I don't know. He's just like the same. 
Yeah, I mean, Will Ferrell's been doing the same shit since, like, the mid-2000s. I mean, and this is literally... gets it produced. Yeah, this so. is literally the same movie as, like, Blades of Glory and Talladega Nights, like, except Eurovision. I'm curious, Brosnan's very handsome, at least. Yeah. Also, Dan Stevens. I am yeah, obsessed I with Dan Stevens. That I really don't like. Like, I like the other guys. I like stepbrothers. Like, I Oh, I mean, I don't like love those oh, movies yeah, either. Yeah. I'm just like, but it's the no, same no, plot. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah, but like the plot's the same, right? Where they just like go to a big competition. And it's like the whole, and it's like a parody of quote unquote parody of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on this movie? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like. Part of the fun was, like, also pointing out, like, the small inaccuracies that no one else would recognize, but, like, I thought they could have mined, like... Like, too many people on... on like, Max being, like, there's seven people on stage instead of six. <laughs> or, like, me being, like, why aren't they repeating all the countries in French? <laughs> like... And then, obviously, the, uh, the very, um, inaccurate semi-final voting sequence... Which is I, literally not a thing. That's oh yeah, just not yeah. a thing that happens, but as even, you all well know. Even if they were trying to emulate the voting sequence in general, they were oh, they only fucked it up really showing, hard. They were only showing the votes eight through twelve, and they just that, that those were the only points on the board. <laughs> so it's like what? <laughs> I think I also saw like a screenshot where like Latvia was like on the board twice or something. <laughs> But I will say, actually, one thing I did like was they got the awkwardness of the commentators when they, like, have their little bit before they um, give their points. Like, that was that point. <laughs> I know, just, like, my one thing after especially watching the Belgrade Eurovision again last week was, like, there's so much comedy gold in the horrible green room interviews that was not <laughs> mine. Like, Fair. Yes. We need some chaotic energy in there. <laughs> we'll send him some, some Serbia material. I definitely have some notes on this script that can be integrated. <laughs> okay, favorite song from the movie? I don't remember them. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I just the last one. Wow. <laughs> like the last, but I, I don't know. There's a line, but I didn't like that one. I mean, I like the last, like, break from the capsule. I forgot. I like the Jaja. The this is what happens <laughs> when you ask us questions you don't prepare us for. <laughs> <laughs> the Yaya Ding Dong song. Like, the Yaya Ding Dong. Oh, fine. Okay. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about one that you... Well, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Which one do you like, Max? (laughs) Fuck you guys. Now I want to know. I literally don't remember them. (laughs) I like all of them. You just have to listen to all of them now. Fair. I feel like one of them was good, but I forget which one. Grease. Grease was good. No, but I like the other. I like I like the one that Dan Stevens thought that he needed to. They needed to drop the backup dancers. Oh, I Finland. Like the retro one was good. Yeah. So fun fact about Finland. I feel like they were. Um, I read somewhere that they were like a real band. That was like their song. And they just like act, they didn't like have Ooh. that written for the movie. That was just, like some band that like one of the producers like. Hey, I like this band. Like, let's put them in this movie. So, like, that's why, I, actually, that song is incredible. Yeah, but there was also, like, 15 seconds of it. So, like, I agree with okay, Alex. Okay, well, I, I couldn't hum it for you right now if you I, wanted me I to. I don't remember it, yeah. Um, suffice it to say that the soundtrack is poppin', and y'all should listen to it. It's on Spotify. Um, quiet song? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you want to know the context, right? I mean, but you know the context. You've seen the movie. <laughs> True. 
Yes, I can re-listen to it. I will. I will. All right. On that note, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, this special little off-season off episode we have for you. We may have more content for you before the next Eurovision season. We may not. Uh, TBD. But stay tuned to our Twitter. We'll be continuing our tweet storms of uh, for Eurovision again, which is now monthly. And we're really excited about it. Um, and follow us on various social media. So you can follow us on Twitter at SSE underscore pod, on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Star Spangled Eurovision. Um, and if you have ideas for... On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. I don't have the link. They don't give you like a slash you link. You just gotta find us. Yes, you can just... Try- Oh, yeah, we've been doing the Eurofan home concerts, and they're really fun and incredible, and we'll be doing another one um, later in July. So please stay tuned for that. (laughs) What? Since you're welcome for the plug. I never contribute to this section. So So stay tuned for that in July. Um, We'll put an announcement on our Twitter and with the directions and the rules, and we encourage everyone to... Uh, join the fun. You don't have to have any talent or be able to sing. It's just a fun time for everyone. And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you again soon. So long. Bye, guys. <laughs>